It's a busy summer, right? It's a beautiful, busy summer. Well, it's nice to meet you. It's lovely to meet you. So, um, yeah, so tell me about that. Uh, so POTUS. Mm-hmm. POTUS is big. POTUS. So wait, how did I... Let's talk about... Look at that cast. Wait, what is this movie? 54. Oh let's plug God. it. People this should know. The fifth floor of, the, of Dodge's is... It's got always reminds me of all the movies I haven't seen and I, know, I need like to the see in there. Okay, yeah, the so how did, I, how did I find you? So, Poetus. So, yeah. basically, Billy Crudup. Uh, you know Billy Crudup? Of course, yeah. So, he's, I love him. Like, uh-huh. he's one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. And I found out that he was in The Morning Show. Yeah. And I, I really wasn't actually aware of it. Um, like, in the first season, I kind of, it took me a little bit of time to get there. And part of it was because of Billy, because I love him, like, from Almost Famous and everything else, like, yeah. up to Spotlight. So then I found out that um, I basically saw that piece about you that Columbia put out, uh, oh. which really talked about POTUS uh, yeah. in a great way, and they gave you, you know, great reviews and everything. Mm-hmm. And I saw that Selena was, mm-hmm. who was the creator of your play, POTUS, mm-hmm. was actually a writer and was very involved in the writing of the morning show. Oh, yeah. So then I thought, like, all right, I got to give this a try. Like, I got to check this out. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I took this girl to mm-hmm. POTUS. Uh-huh. This was probably in June. Uh-huh. And the girl, like, I took, I didn't, I wasn't aware that she had a sense of humor, but when we were in the show, she couldn't stop laughing. Good. So it was clear that it wasn't a sense of humor in general issue, it was just a me issue. Mm, so, interesting. Yeah, so it uh, brought a lot of things to light, but I couldn't stop laughing. Good. So um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting, and you're, you're surrounded by, like, heavy hitters. Yeah. Like, Dratch. Yeah. I mean, I can't even look at her without just, like... <laughs> Like dying. Like, so tell me how, how how did you get involved with POTUS? Um, well, I mean, it's been a crazy four years. I just graduated uh, Columbia MFA in in May, Congrats. and I I think weirdly enough, the pandemic year was actually the most pivotal year these yeah. last four years because because there was so, so much gestation time, just sitting with yourself and studying. I watched so much TV. Yeah. I read so much. You made you know, a movie about it. And I made a movie yeah. about it. Great research, yes. <laughs> I Yeah, basically, I um, it was uncomfortable for sure, but it was just much needed time to like not go so fast and mm-hmm. just you know, get really nitty gritty with the work and yeah. self-taping. That was another thing. Most of mm. our classes, were, that whole year, that added year was a, a um, basically audition classes. Everything okay. was on Zoom. Yeah. We had to tape everything, submit it to the class or the teachers, and they would like really like nitty gritty yeah. from like moment to moment, like a crack of a smile or anything yeah. like analyze it and I think it it hit me what really the difference between acting and auditioning is and sometimes auditioning is just hitting not not necessarily being so um fluid but being very specific Mm -hmm. but with that specificity it makes it seem and look very fluid so I feel like when it came to auditioning for POTUS and other things I, I by that time by POTUS I think I'd auditioned for maybe like 50 plus wow. things in yeah. that year sure. um, even with it not with not much happening yeah. there was still stuff and yeah. I was saying yes to everything to just practice auditioning uh, when it came to POTUS though I just you know we didn't have the script but I read the sides uh-huh. and I was like oh no I think I, I I know exactly what they're going for and 
my best friend just helped me tape it. She was doing laundry. She lives six floors above me. Okay. She would come between takes, between um, the three characters I had to audition for, yeah. which are the three characters I now uh, yeah. understudy for. And I would just reset, change my costume. It, it was very easy breezy from just having auditioned this whole past year. So I got it from just that tape, those tapes they sent in. Yeah, that's nuts. But the parts that, I mean, you're working, again, like with heavy hitters, like I don't even know where to start with Dratch, but then you look at Lily Cooper, who's yes. like a legend. I love I her. I mean, did Tootsie, did you see Tootsie? Of course. Incredible. She's, like, she's incredible. Yeah. And then Julianne Hough, which a lot of people actually don't know, can actually, you know, because she hasn't done a lot of this before that I know of. I mean, I know that she's like a song and dance, kind of person and she's super talented but yeah. I don't think anyone could have expected her to perform like the way that she did in this wouldn't you agree I mean this is insane she's truly a triple threat so and, then yeah. do you feel like you have a lot of support like from Selena and also Strawman who's incredible like yeah. true legend I true. mean do they do they feel like uh, are they giving you an open door in terms of the process and everything or do you feel like you're kind of doing it a little bit on your own I mean since the start it just Stroman came, uh, our director, yeah. she made an effort to come to us for understudies and say, you guys are the real heroes or heroines yeah. of this whole process. And she like made sure that we knew we were going to have time. And then amazingly enough, that Sunday, uh, like five days after we started rehearsals, Dratch was out and I was in. They were yeah. like, come on, come, we, we need you. Wow. And... Yeah, she gave us like a list of priorities of characters to to um, keep in keep track of. Okay. Um, my three t from priority to uh, least mm. is Dratches, then um, Dusty, which yeah. is uh, which is Huff. Julian Huff, yeah. and then Willie Cooper's. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you feel like that process of self taping, like versus mm -hmm. just auditioning, do you mm -hmm. feel like it made you more? conscious about the nuances in your voice and kind of how like how you appear just in performing for sure yeah self-taping is its own like acting yeah. <laughs> master class every time you do it you you have the ability to re-watch it yeah. and like be like "Ooh, that moment wasn't exactly how I was going for or what I think this like stage direction yeah. scene directions uh needs right so I would Ah, uh, it's just amazing going back and seeing like <laughs> yeah. my queue of of self tapes. I used to like tape like forty tapes wow. um, for just like a two liner, man. Because I was so insecure and I was like, oh, it's just not <laughs> there enough. Yeah. And now it's like three pages, and I like by the second tape, I'm like, oh, I think that's it. So I mean, you do so many things. Was being on Broadway kind of like the? Was that your dream growing up? Like, did that? fuel your desire to keep going and acting? Um, yeah, I think so. I, I think one time I remember in seventh grade, we were all like doing a, like, what do you want to be when you grow up yeah. kind of thing. And by that time I had taken act, like several acting classes to know that I wanted to do acting yeah. or theater. And I didn't even know, well, I said like, oh, I want to, I want to be on Broadway. Cause that's like, everybody knew that was sure. like the pinnacle of yeah, acting exactly. or whatever for theater. Yeah. And then this, like this stupid kid just comes up to me. He's like, well, do you sing? Do you do musical theater? I'm like, yeah. I think there's acting for just straight yeah, acting. acting yeah. yeah. So I, I think I knew about it. I just okay. didn't know the specifics and I, I actually didn't know that it, they, or I wasn't sure if they had just straight acting sure. or just plays. Um, 
But by the time I came to New York, I also didn't really know much about Broadway before I came to Columbia. Mm. So, yeah, my first Broadway show... No, I had watched a show before I auditioned for Columbia, but... Where's that kid now? Did you, did you ever keep in touch with him? You know, <laughs> no. But I... <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't even remember which white kid it was. <laughs> it was of course it was, yeah. I mean, that comes I, 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 like, the one that like just wants to like make you feel like a little insecure. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, well, what the, do you do? What do you want to be when you grow they up? They a purpose. They instill a little bit of a void <laughs> that you have to compensate for. Yeah. Right? So that's important. They, they set the fire. You know what you made me think of just then was you played uh, Connie, the Indian girl. Yeah. And that her. dancing thing. Yeah. I, I've read that play. I've read that. Uh, so I was, I don't know, I, was, I knew that you had done that. Mm-hmm. So trying to like visualize, because when you think about that play, it's not like what it seems. I mean, they go like nitty gritty. You're talking about some real issues like sex, masturbation, like a lot of quote unquote taboo issues. But mm-hmm. how did you, why that piece? How did you get involved in that? That was our thesis play, yes. Yeah, so our cohort has 18 people, or okay. had, and we got divided into a group of eight and a group of 10, and I was in the eight-person one, and that we, the faculty chooses our piece for us, our pieces, depending on like who we are as actors, yeah. our ethnic backgrounds, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I we, we were informed of that play like two or three months before we started rehearsals. So I didn't know much about it or Claire Barron, the the playwright, but I got excited a little about the fact that I'd be playing a younger girl. And, you know, like every time you do a piece, every time you do or focus on a character, it, it reveals so much about you or like, you know, reinforms where you came from. If it's like a younger person, even if it's like so far fresh from you, we're all such you know, dynamic individuals where, like, you know, there was an, a time where I was that kind of insecure that Connie was going yeah. uh, through. I mean, who hasn't been, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, or, like, you, like you, or, 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 or being, like, sem- a semi-bully to, to mm. someone, but being bullied, too. It's like, right. it just, yeah, exactly. it informs so much about one's existence anytime yeah. you do theater, and I... I wish I want everyone in the world to do it, to just... Yeah, exactly. Just like yeah, be a lot more open-minded people, probably. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Everyone wants to play Gandhi, right? Uh, Diaspora, too. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Irvine, California, when I was six years old. Irvine. Irvine. I've been there once. Have you? Yeah. Why? Um, it was like... It was something in 2019. It was... Um, I was there for a thing. It was like related to... I think a friend of mine was applying to law school or something. There was like a giant fair there. Oh. At uh, UC Irvine, so I went to that campus. That's where I yeah. went. That's where you went. Yeah. Wow. Like I was, uh, I was jealous. I saw a lot of birds around, which was cool. <laughs> um, the weather was okay. So like, you had a good experience there in terms of going to school and getting in touch with the arts. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, I, I did want to leave the nest. Uh, that's where we were, uh, Irvine, for yeah. so many years. But um, I think it just. My dad was, you know, being an immigrant father. He's like, "You'll save so much money, and your brother did this too. You'll save have a money dog." I know. A rare well, thing. I, yeah. I stayed home. Yeah, I stayed home for all those four years, and then um, it was good. No, the program, the MFA program there for acting, is actually what inspired me to want to get an MFA. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about it? Oh, I mean, they're good. I mean, it's it's like 
Irvine and San Diego, I think USC and LA, they, they, they're like the top tier of the West Coast. Okay. But I knew that the by other coast. the other coast. Yeah. Some say the best coast, but oh, no. Yeah, some people say that. I the mean, the weather is... Right. It's, it's too, too good. Yeah. The pe- people become spoiled. Um, but here, I feel like, was something I'd always wanted to, you know, endeavor or, like, see, like, just, yeah. Like, I, I feel like here is more theater yeah. and the nitty-gritty work exactly. versus There's no theater there. in L.A. Not so much, yeah. no. Did you go to L.A.? Um, I did. I spent yeah. a year there before auditioning again for grad schools. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of um, like your experience there, what did you what did you study? Was it all straight theater and acting, or did you do anything else? Oh, I no, I um, I was a good immigrant kid. Okay. I, I did the. I you wanted know, to ask you about yeah. these things. So, like, how's your? Did do you feel like you had? Let's say even before college. Yeah. Because uh, when did you when did you like really start? Even like before college, starting to act and get interested in the arts. Well, I actually um, when I came to America. I wasn't really good at speaking English. And my parents, or I had a friend, I I made a friend immediately, she was Iranian. And uh, she was like, we should should, like start our own show. We should take acting classes. And even as a kid, I was like, yeah. And I want to go to like the best school. But my parents were eager about that and they were down for it because they're like, oh, you need to work on your English, go. Oh, wow, okay. So it was mostly for like, (laughs) to work on English and like, not be so shy. I was yeah. still shy as a kid. Um, so I started taking classes to like, t- for that, for okay. which is why my parents like invested in that. But it was just one of those extracurricular classes that never ended. I kept wanting to do it yeah. up until like high school. And then I had to drop it first time in like five years because... Yeah because I was taking all honors. Ooh. I was like heavily in the sciences and maths. It was just something like my parents, my dad from, you know, you know, I don't know if you know, but like, the, know. yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> being brown kids, it's like yeah. be good at math and science yeah, and make exactly. a lot of money doing it. That's where it. the jobs are, right? That's where the jobs are. Where do, where do you think that comes from? Is that just like fear for security or is that just wanting them to do what they want you to do? I think it's a combo of both. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm also kind of writing a show about this, about okay. like the the blueprint experience of the of um, first generation immigrant parents, like th- making their way, making headway in a new country. You know, you know, uprooting and rerooting yeah. in a new place. Yeah. And w- because they love their kids so much, wanting them to like never. Uh, suffer or never oh, yeah. yeah never yeah like that's gonna happen yeah i guess compare in comparison like yeah. i guess our problems as uh are we considered first generation or second generation i was also born in my and i was born in pakistan actually oh, wow. yeah, yeah. so i guess we're whatever it is first generation. we're yeah i i've i've read about this a lot we okay. are if we are cons- we are considered first generation immigrants since we flew okay. from there but yeah. we are uh, See, it's confusing. It, it's confusing. There's no right answer. <laughs> second generation, uh, first generation immigrants, second generation, uh, just people. People here yeah. in the country. Okay. It's weird. Yeah, there's yeah, gotta yeah, be yeah. science behind that. All right, so you're growing up. You so when you say like your parents probably were more inclined as like most immigrants, 
uh, to for you to be really good at math, take all these honors classes that prevent you from applying yourself as much as you wanted to in theater yeah. and the arts. So, like, are you super resentful during that time? Um, I definitely had mixed feelings because it was yeah. like, I, I think, you know, it's it's kind of a brainwashing that they uh-huh. do. It's like that's one word for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they're like, oh no, this is this is the only way to to the make ends the, to make ends meet. Yeah. So like it, it it always like they they all they knew from acting in Hollywood. It's like it's very competitive, and only yeah. a select few become like Meryl Streep notable yeah. in any way. But like the more I did it, and the more I made friends in it, it's like. No, like Broadway is. Yeah. You you can. People have jobs. People have jobs, and people like take gig to gig. But it's like you know, work begets work. So I learned more about that from just um I I so I ended up double majoring in public health, and drama with a minor in anthropology at UCI. Got it all covered. I you know it yeah go big or go home. Do you feel like you got something from all those different? I mean, anthropology. Do you use that? Yeah, no. I mean, anthropology, I, I feel like once I started taking classes and I was like, I should have just majored in this. This was yeah. my favorite thing. It's it's the study of, like, human culture and, like, okay. how people become the way they become. And, like, there's so many sub-facets to yeah. it. You know, there's behavioral anthropology. There's, um, you know, like, uh, the cultural anthropology. It's it's really, like, a holistic study of a human experience. So and that doesn't hurt, like, preparing for characters. Exactly. Yeah. It was it was so helpful. It was so helpful. And then I was actually I started off in biology, but then nice. I changed to public health because I was like, okay, there's more Bio's, people. It's a lot. It's a lot, right? It was. It was. So were you watching films? Were you watching theater? Like, who were you in, who inspired by? Like, who influenced you to do it? Oh my gosh, um, I remember <laughs> there was like two movies that really, okay. really made me be like, oh no, I have to like fully commit to this. Which ones? It was, and they were kind of like back to back. They came out um, really random, but not mm. too random. They were Whiplash and huh. Birdman. Oh, wow. That was what, 14, 2014, 14. 15? Yeah. Both of them, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Birdman, it, was, it just felt like it was theater on film, you know? It was. Basically. All like those long water shots, yeah. Exactly. Long takes and, and just like, you know, like kind of the gritty and messiness of theater. I was like, oh my God, people I like I have both those films. I only have like 25 films. Like in a cassette? Oh, no, like in CD. this, like just on iTunes. Oh my on. God. That's wild. That's how you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. So, wait, so, all right, let's talk about those real quick. So, Alejandro and Birdman. And also all the acting, like Norton, uh, Stone was great. Yeah. And obviously Keaton. I think Keaton should have, I think he should have brought him all the marbles that year. I mean, he was incredible. He right? was, he was. So, what? He won Golden all, Globe, though, didn't he? I um, so. I don't know. I, yeah. I know you didn't win the Oscar, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was sad. Like he was gonna, he got up and then he was like gonna like bring out his speech and then I don't know. But is it really just about? I don't know if it's about awards. I mean, just look at that work. I think it's cool that that'll kind of like live forever. But then uh, Whiplash, so Damien, uh, Giselle, and then also Teller, which who's great. Mm-hmm. So I mean, about those films, like what did that give you a practicality? Almost like. I'm seeing Miles Teller do this, so this is something that I can do, or, or was it more of just a motivation and exploring territory that you felt you hadn't before? A little bit of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, acting is great in both films, but I will say Whiplash kind of was like, I, I think I realized 
that I had this like deep desire to like kind of metaphorically bleed from my art, yeah. um, which is literally what Miles yeah, does, does. Yeah. In, in, in the film. So I was, I walked out of it and I just, I was speechless. I was just like, like, yeah, I, I, and now I don't even remember how the movie ends really. He like, he gets into that um, accident and yeah. then he does his thing or whatever. And then this Fletcher, J.K. Simmons, hates him. Yeah. But then at the end, he's like, he's playing for him, uh, I think just on the side or something, outside yeah. of school. Yeah. And then he just like busts into this solo and it's Paul Reiser like looking at him like, yes. wow, he does have the goods. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I, I think it was just like the, the, like the utter passion he mm. had. And I was like, no, I have the same thing, but I haven't actually let it like fully unleash because right. I've spread myself thin with all these other subjects in school. So then do you have a conversation with your parents where you're like, this is what I want to do? Yeah, my second year of undergrad, I dropped bio. That's when I was dropped bio. Oof. I dropped bio, Tough. and I remember having the conversation with my dad. He was in Iran. I called him, and he just like was silent for like what felt like... 50 minutes. Um, what, is your, what does your family do like for living? Yeah, my, my dad is, um, he has a clinic. Uh, he's, he's worked in both countries, but um, he started a clinic in Iran. Um, he's a doctor? He's a doctor. Or he runs a, yeah. My mom's a doctor. Clinic. Interesting. Yeah, my mom's a dentist or was a dentist. They, yeah. Yeah, they're both like very old now. My brother's 10 years older and he's actually... He checked all the boxes. He's, what does he do? He's an ER doctor. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're super happy. They're super happy. They got one. They got <laughs> one. And, well, actually, my parents are flying out on Sunday, and they're going to mm. see me perform uh, on uh, on the stage. I'm going in for Rachel. I don't know if you know that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there. I'm You're going to be, be there. there. Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. there. I'm going to be there. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. then uh, did you feel like, um, was there this just constant fear or were they actually supportive in ways you didn't imagine? I mean, like looking at college and then just even after that? Yeah, no, I I think like more than anything, my parents just like really wanted me to like take it seriously. I think the fact that like I got into Columbia, they were like, oh, okay. Like she's not like fantasizing. Exactly. And if anything, like worst case scenario, she can go teach. Yeah. (laughs) She can have a pension. She can go go teach. And I kept being like, no, y'all, I'm yeah, going... a huge boat of support. It's like, come on, I want to do this. I, it's, it, but it's, it's, it's a little bit better every day. I think they're, they're understanding now that because, like, this Broadway job is pretty nice. I'm making yeah. money. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's so difficult. You're surrounded by Tony nominees. They don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. parents, they're, they, when I told them about Broadway, they're like, what, is that like... Is that like Bollywood? <laughs> it's because you can't watch it on TV. Exactly. They see the awards. They see the role that you're... I mean, come on. What is it with parents? I don't They're insane. No. Man, Leah Delaria. Oof, what a force. She Have is. you seen that uh, Supporter Girls movie? Supporter Girls? Supporter Girls. <gasps> I've heard you of watch it. So it's Andrew Bajelski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who made Results, which I like. Yeah. Uh, man, yeah, that was wild. She, she just did. Yeah, she was in it. She's just like a tank. It just... <gasps> Oh, she holds that movie together. It's Everyone awesome. is so talented in this whole cast. It's insane. So Vanessa then, Williams, yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about some of your work. All right, so you're Irvine. Mm-hmm. You're dropping the bio. Yeah. But you stick. You keep the anthro, right? The anthropology. No, no. So mm-hmm. I, like, actually, yeah, it was my second year where I was like, I'm just doing acting. Oh, man. But my, 
I don't know. I think a part of me also was just like, let me at least like get the like requirements for dental school. Oh wow! <laughs> I still, still like because okay. I did so much my first year. I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm just gonna get the requirements. If Let's make mom happy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I met a friend who actually was like, she was a public health major, and she was like, you know, you can get all your requirements from doing public health plus. It's actually it's actually like more in your alley. Like there's the word publics in it. There's people. There like you can well, it's it's about policy. It's I mean, okay, sure. No, yeah, I mean it's like, like acting. Not not so much no, that, no. but like just the, the the being around people or like realizing and I think I like always had that like humanitarian bone in my yeah. body and wanting to like uh be be on the you know, ground zero or like wanting to 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 make my art actually feel like it was mm. like providing health, you know, like the psychological yeah. aspect to it. So yeah. I was interested in that with public health. And with public health, I had to take some other like GE requirements. And that was when I started taking some anthro classes. And I found like a, you know, linchpin with the three yeah. to like kind of like just give me more like an understanding of hu the human experience and like you know the shit that people go through yeah. uh, what people need psychologically uh -huh. mentally physically health wise and I just I, I feel like I was like the only way I can really access what I want to do as a human being while I'm here on this planet is yeah. to be an artist and hopefully use my voice, you know, as, as the saying goes, to give voice to the voiceless or yeah, exactly. make money to support, like, f funds and, like, organizations. And So like, what was the first thing you did where you felt like, like, man, like, this is really good work. I, feel, I can feel proud about this. Like, I can show my parents and feel really good about myself. Um, Don't say was, POTUS. No. Okay. <laughs> That's so late in the game. Um, yeah. No, it was actually my last year in college at UCI, I, um, my thesis was menstrual hygiene management mm. in underdeserved countries. Wow. And, um, and I brought that into a voice class. Uh, uh, it was an honors acting class. I was able to take classes with a master and a master students. Mm. And basically we had to create like our own text and like use different like elements of voice to, mm. you know, talk about it. And I, I, decided to bring in my thesis, my, um, like the different interviews I had with, um, or had, uh, you know, um, studied or, or um, case studies about um, menstrual hygiene management in yeah. like different countries and talk about like the importance of empowering women. Mm -hmm. And I invited my mother and my grandma to that. Ooh, and, nice. and my mom cried so much. Really? Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of people that were so emotional about it because, oh, it was also during the time when uh, 44, was it 44, 45? Mm. Trump got elected, so... Oh, yeah. Um, everybody was already so sad. Yeah. <laughs> so with that and, like, you know, the whole thing that he said about, like, oh, I think it was her time of the month and all that, oh, I yeah, put yeah. that in there. Yeah. And I think it was, it was... It definitely was helping me get perspective about what we mm -hmm. need to do at that point and I think that helped other people remember that you know as much as it sucks everything yeah. sucks we have to like stay resilient and empower one another. Well, you've explored I mean issues about 
women in your work. I mean, let's say comedically, even Sideways Smile, which I actually, I saw that. Oh my I God. love that. That's another show. Like, when I stepped into POTUS, I thought one of my biggest fears was like, it's going to be joke, joke, joke. I'm not going to have any time to breathe. But then by the time you get to the admission, like, you want more. Like, you're ready to go. I mean, you want more jokes because they pace it so, so good. Mm-hmm. So, like, with that sideways smile, man, that girl is so funny. Saving Chen, right? Yes. That's what I mean. Oh, my God. I mean, every single thing. That Interpol thing. Yeah, 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 dude, yeah. You don't know yeah. where that's going. Yeah. You have, yeah. A, you have some great lines in that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. No, I, uh, it's very <laughs> fun to play. That shaft light, it's going on your obituary. Uh, I'm going to put that in your resume. Oh, oh, shaft or balls. Yeah, <laughs> I was great. Like, I had to go down memory lane, like, what yeah. are my lines? Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, but That yeah, was, that like, was... very, I mean, I know the LGBT community was very... Mm-hmm. Um, proud of that show but how did you how did you decide to do that show that? that was also another tape it was you know sometimes I should say this to all my actor friends like yeah. don't overthink it sometimes okay. <laughs> even if it's between errands like that's literally I, I think I was going to a, a brunch or like some some other meeting but I had to like knock that yeah. tape out and and my cousin was sleeping over and I was like, can you just help me with this like one line? And I had to wake her up because the deadline was by 10 (laughs) a.m. And it was just, you know, my first instincts. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you like, were you conscious of portrayal of, I guess, like women in the Arab world? Like you're from Iran. I mean, you were born in Iran, right? So were you conscious of that? Because I've seen in terms of your work, like let's say Ahmad's Ramadan diary, like that short, I saw that. So you're talking about deodorant, right? It's so oh, like yeah. in that, you're wearing a hijab, yeah. but you're also in an interracial relationship, right? Yeah, yeah, With yeah, someone yeah. that's presumably Jewish. Yeah. That's the joke. But then I saw a little bit of repentance, and that's like, that's the one where you're on the subway, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah. and like that's, you're, you're still a little bit more traditional, but it, you're also saying like, no, fuck that. Like, I, I don't want to take it off, or I don't want to put it on. Yeah. So, yeah, like, what's, yeah. are you thinking about that You're, in terms of your portrayal? Like, is that, does that motivate any choices? Does that change any decisions? Um, yeah, I guess, wow, I, 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 you saying, <laughs> you listing all these projects I've done, I, I think it, it gives me perspective that, yeah, I have played a wide array of, like, different Middle Eastern women and, and, um, and kind of the, the stuff they go through with their own identity and I think seeing all of them right now, and um, I'm really impressed that you have all of those in front of you right now. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. this is by memory. Everything is oh, by memory. Oh, no, shut <laughs> up. Um, yeah, it, 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 I mean, I think now that I think about it, it's always just like a binary focus, mm. kind of like what, what's, uh, what's in front of me. Okay. I can't really even tell you how... I kind of navigate all of them, but yeah. it's it's in the moment. Like if I have this one project that's coming up in the next month or in the next two weeks, sometimes it's like I'm very last minute casting. Mm. Um, you just have to like put these blinders on. You gotta yeah. like just really focus so hard in the in the world of the circumstances. You know, like the, the one of the first steps in in dissecting a character that we learn in school or in any kind of you know institution or um, conservatory it's yeah. like 
what is going on in this whole story? What is the world of the story? Mm -hmm. um, so understanding the character's circumstances, never judging the character, realizing that's something you learn from anthropology. It's yeah. like you cannot judge culture to culture. Everybody's right. on their own time frame, you know, like, you know, the number one word never to use is primitive, you know, mm. because it's like we're America has its own time scale. Iran has its own time scale. Yeah. And like to, to say like, oh, that's like a, you know, third world country yeah. or whatever. It's like you're just not being, you know, empathetic and open minded enough to know that like we're given different resources at different times. So like that goes into the characters I play. Um, um, but then also like know. everyone thinks they're right. Like in terms of like empathizing with characters, like even the villains, like yeah. they're not to them, they're not villains. They're yeah. the good guy. Yeah, forty-five. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it. It. I think when people think about that, when if people think about that, I should say, you realize that the world is effed up, but you know, um, all you can do is really, you know, take care of your own nest. Yeah. And make sure that like you surround yourself by people who, I don't know, ideally are good, you. support yeah. you, but you know, bad people might be, quote unquote, bad people might be hanging out with their, their own group of people. But I think yeah. what, the, what theater, film, TV, the arts should do is to realize, you know, it's, it's your way into seeing humans that aren't like you. Mm. And if anything, if I could like leave this world saying one thing, it's just like watch things that you're not comfortable with. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. because it, you know, it's, it's a way of like learning about different cultures, learning yeah. about different people. and No one does that now. No people one. People just like yeah. cherry pick the communities they want to be in yeah. and they just do that. Yeah. They just watch this show because their friends do it. Yeah. They're not going to like go outside the box and like go to other things. No. All right, so Eradication. I saw that. Oh my it's God. such a masterpiece. I hey. love that film. I didn't I actually went into it because I don't really like like horror thrillers that have this pace or whatever. You're kind of discovering new things about it because I always feel like it's too um, like sticky and too mm. tongue, tongue in cheek. Sure. Like oh, someone's sick and we're gonna find out like they're gonna have these like crazy teeth and they're yeah. gonna suck your blood. But that's not eradication wasn't like that. Right. It's because it's because. Um, well, you played a doctor, right? Mm -hmm. So your parents were happy about yeah. that, right? Uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, they haven't seen it yet. Come on. I, I know. They need to see it. I know, I know. My mom was like, send me the link. I'm like, I did. Your mom's going to see it, and she's going to see those teeth, and she's going to say something critical about them. <laughs> no, but it's because of um, cause that thing. I mean, it's basically you and that guy that plays David, right? Yeah. I mean, you're in the whole... I mean, man, that first time that you guys physically come in contact... And it's like the roles are reversed. Mm -hmm. You think one person's sick, you think the other one's, you know. Mm -hmm. Then when that happens, it's like this sense of avoidance. I mean, I think you see that. Um, Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> not really. We, don't, we still don't know. I said it so vaguely. I, mean, I, I think so. Yeah, so that's true. That's true. The roles are reversed. I yeah. could be talking about moral, moral that's true. roles. That's true. The roles that's psychologically, true. which tend to be even more in depth. That's but true. it's kind of interesting. Like, I think um, at the beginning, when you, before that, let's say before that moment when they come in contact, He's asking her all these questions. I mean, they're in love. They're married, right? Yeah. So, and she's always kind of avoiding them. Like, mm. she's never answering them direct. She just moves on, like, transitions. Mm. I almost felt like that's the character in POTUS that we don't see. Huh. Wait, say that again. Like, the, the character that avoids the problem? Yeah, just, well, just, like, avoid, like, never answers the questions. Yeah. Just always transitions to the next topic. Sure. Because it's, re it's relevant to what their gain is. But they're masquerading as if 
them doing that is just like, oh, I got to, my boss called me. Like, yeah. I got to do this thing. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, it is the White House for POTUS. Yeah. Like, you can't avoid the problems. That's true. So You should tell, you should tell them that. <laughs> to tell what? Presidents. The president. <laughs> avoid it. Just don't do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what for your fact um, you know, I mean, I, all, all president and the thing about POTUS, it's like, it's, it's not very, it's not pinpointing to one president. It's no. kind of like a holistic president, like, um, even the best, which is subjective. It's like, they all have problems, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, this, the POTUS is really, um, it, it can be applied from yeah. 50 years ago to 50 years from now. Probably. But eradication. So I, like I said, like I really love that. Um, and then it's it's also like, um, man, the way they shot that, they're really yeah. like they know what they're doing. That was two DPs, right? It was, and they like switched out too. Where do you where do you yeah. shoot that? Um, we shot it in uh, the Adirondack, the Lake Placid, where the mm. director and writer. Uh, well, there were two writers actually. Harry um, Aspinwall, who played David, also was one of the writers. Wow. Um, yeah, they're like a, they're partners and they're a duo. They work yeah. together a lot. Uh, but uh, Daniel Byers, he that was his grandmother's cabin. Yeah, yeah, that nice. his grandfather built for her. So like it was just it was a getaway from COVID from the city. So I was in California at the time, and he, I, I had worked with Harry on Sideways Smile. He was oh, the wow. assistant director for that. That's how I. Got that gig. I went Wait, from. The, you made that during COVID. Oh, eradication. Oh, yeah, the the very start of it. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think well, they started writing it together um, as soon as you know lockdown hit, and then two months later they're like, we're gonna make it, and um, they flew me out to New York, upstate New York. I had to you know um, quarantine for two weeks because mm. we didn't have tests at the time. Didn't you get sick? I got sick very early on in March. So, yeah, by the time they were like, you, can you come? I'm like, well, I've already gotten sick, so... Wait, March of 20? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the OG, OG... So was, was it bad? It was, it was. I was... Um, all the symptoms hit me. I lost t- taste, smell. Yeah. How, long did, how long did it take to get those back? Um, it, it was just, like, kind of fizzling back. It was... Uh, I felt like I was sick for a month, and or the the symptoms like lingered for two weeks after mm. I my my um, fever went back down. Mm. Oh yeah, I had the first like first strain, and I think oh, I got it out? from. Oh yeah, and I felt mostly freaked out because my parents. I, I was staying with my parents. I had already gotten a plane ticket to leave New York, um, uh, for Persian New Year, yeah. and so I think I got it in my commute. <laughs> Trying to leave the cesspool. Because no one was anyone wearing masks at that point, or no, not. no, 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 no. Just like now, in a way. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Freaky. It was. So that brought to, but you said that that provided like a sense of escape from it, that film. Yeah, or I mean, uh, eradication. You yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was really weird to make a pandemic-ish film during the <laughs> pandemic. Um, but also in a way, you know, it. it rose the stakes to exactly where they already were or you know we already were going through such a scary time so um you know to naturally be living in scary times and and just you know make it part of it wasn't a stretch so that was actually kind of one of the first conversations I had with the director it was like do do we 
are we like painting it? Are we raising the stakes right off the bat? Or is this mm. kind of like a normal, you know, yeah. the, the story begins already in the middle of the pandemic. And his first impulse was like this sense of worry. And I thought maybe we shouldn't have that or like somewhere mm. in the middle, like there is a sense of worry. From the part of him, from the part of his character or? Both of us, like yeah. this, communicating together over yeah. Zoom or, you know, like yeah. um, uh, through the internet or whatever. Yeah. It was like, are we like, are we still worried because it's been happening for a while? Or yeah. is it just like this like natural worry that like, you know, is a year into the pandemic that uh, in real time in our own lives. like we'll just, we, draw, we'll just draw our blood every day and send it off. Yeah. And hope yeah. that it works. It was, yeah, it was, <laughs> it, it's, it, it was like a weird, like, stretch of a, like, it, it was very much fictionalized, yeah, but because it was already happening to right. us, we all felt like, oh, okay, this isn't, we're, no, we're, no. we're kind of telling the truth. We're kind How of, sad is that, that it takes a pandemic movie for us to tell the truth, for you to tell, tell the truth, like, you never know, like, that should be a stretch, yeah. right? How do you feel, do you, um, do you like backstory, or No. Like for a character, yeah. like to write, like kind of thinking of just uh, like yeah, like this is what the character did when this is what the character ate for breakfast, or this is what the character did. Like yeah. this is the relationship with the mother or something. Like do you do that, or do you think it's not necessary? Depends on the role. I know I like feel like some people are like very much like oh th- that that actor is a you know method actor, or that mm-hmm. actor is that kind of. Act. But I feel like that's also a lie. I think every actor kind of uses different tools at different times. Sure. I certainly do. Like sometimes I do feel like I'm really, or like in order to really understand a character, I have to like sit with it for a very long time. Yeah. Um, even Stephanie, like the character I'm yeah. going on for POTUS, I was like, she is like a very different kind of insecure that I haven't, you know, sat with in a very long time. Um, so I had to like kind of just, you know, have have lunch with her one day. With <laughs> Stephanie. Like by by that I mean just like. Have and this is like some stuff we learn at grad school is like drink out of a mug like the character does. Okay. But I don't do that for every character. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did so you like, discover new things about the character doing that, or do you feel like it was kind of redundant? Um, like for Stephanie, hmm. um, yeah. I mean, like it definitely made my choices more specific, or it made me kind of. I, I feel like the voice I put on for Stephanie is very much different than mine, and you'll see yeah. on Sunday if you come. Yeah. Um, so like it, I, it, you know, sitting with it, sitting in the soup of it, with, of the character, it really concretizes, um, your delivery by the performance date. So then, uh, can we talk about writing and just like making films? Cause you've done that. Yeah. Um, is that something that you like doing? Do you want to do more of that? Man, that amazing thing. Oh my God. I, can't I couldn't, I freaked out. I couldn't stop laughing. Man, <laughs> when you like attack those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, How did that yeah. come about? That was, uh, I mean, yeah, I, um, I'm not ashamed to say um, <laughs> that I was very much obsessed with The Office, uh, oh, okay. and I kind of was late to the game. I started watching it like two years after the finale or whatever. Um, I never saw it. You never saw The Office. No. I mean, like, it's not for everybody. Yeah. But I was into mockumentaries after yeah. that. And, yeah. you know, What We Do in the Shadows is another one. Yeah. So I wanted to make a mockumentary. And I was like, oh, what's an idea that, like, kind of relates to me? And I feel yeah. like I always think about, you know, what if I stayed in Iran? You know, what if my parents didn't decide to immigrate? So. Yeah. 
and but then I did like 15 years later in my early 20s or whatever mm. um <laughs> and so I created this character as like an alter ego yeah. where she's very much, you know, fresh off the boat, yeah, but like exactly. very eager to be oh, in America, yeah. Yeah. especially during a time where everybody hated mm. being American because of yeah. 45. Yeah. Like I wanted this character to like, like kind of like Borat. Everybody was like, ah, it's yeah, like a yeah. female Borat. Um, and yeah, just like being very eager and like, yeah. you know, um, miscommunication with uh, uh, mistranslations I should say yeah. with uh, specific idioms yeah, or like yeah, maces yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the first episode that I created was about uh, like her, her friend, her roommate mm. telling her to get a ma- like mace like yeah. the pepper spray but yeah. she thought it was the medieval device <laughs> so she uses, she buys a mace yeah. Uh, from Amazon, this like spiky uh, torture device uh, (laughs) and uses that to like, it puts it in her bag and takes it around LA and sure enough comes across these people who are assaulting a woman and she uses (laughs) the mace to protect her. You gotta do what you gotta do. That's the American thing. I I wouldn't say it's like Borat. I mean, I think it's more like, um, because that guy's just like super crass, like he does some weird, like he does some weird things. Your character's like super naive, but wants to ultimately, I think, fit in. Yeah. I don't think Borat really gives a shit about that, right? Right, right. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, it's definitely more PG than Borat. Naivety is funny, man. It is. It nice. Is. So then, uh, wait. How do you feel about like commercials? Because I know you did that. I have. I tried to look. Again. I tried to see that. I couldn't find that. That UPS thing. Oh my thing. god. Oh UPS. Oh yeah. that one was. Have you done uh, others? Oh yeah, yeah. Commercials, weirdly enough, have been very fruitful in my life. Like what? What? Are, what do you? What have you done? Um, I did a couple for Persian dating app, Shaytoon. <laughs> that you should watch those. I'm surprised you haven't I seen I gotta those find those this. Yet. Um, a couple for those. I actually helped them write an, ep- an episode okay. to like de stereotype. I did one for kayak. <laughs> the, is that the travel thing? Yeah, the Canadian version of it. Oh, how'd that yeah. go? That was very fun. Those just a couple lines. What about like, um, what about like directors? Like, what are some things that you like mm-hmm. or don't like? Like, do you feel like when you're on set, like, is it the director's job to kind of give you an acting like? be more of an actor's director mm. or is their purpose more just blinking in your role with the script like what do you think well what do you prefer i think it's like it's a, the the crazy fun thing about the arts and movie making or theater yeah. it's that every project needs its own thing it's not like and like that's why like some directors you know, not all directors can direct the same story, or if they sure. do, it's like a very different version because they have a different, very different, you know, um, uh, mindset, perspective on it, yeah. on yeah. it. exactly. Yeah. So, and same thing with actors, like mm-hmm. there's, you know, what's his face? Uh, Bob Odenkirk almost oh, played yeah. Michael Scott in, really? in The Office. Yeah, That's like amazing. that would have been a very different Michael very Scott different, versus yeah. Steve Carell's. He went um, super dramatic, right? He did, yeah. Breaking Bad and everything mm-hmm, else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love him. Yeah, love Steve Carell too. He also in um, Full Circle, back to the morning show. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Yeah, so I feel like I, I just I love working with directors. Period. It's yeah. like I I think I pride myself as an artist that I, I I do have a 
range of flexibility and yeah. like working with different kind of directors, you know, from being the kind of director that's like very quiet and just makes you decide sure. all the character stuff and has complete faith in you. And sometimes you're like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do, you know, go with yeah. my first impulse like yeah. I like to do. Yeah. But then I also, you know, as long as they communicate well, if they're really hands-on and want to like really, you know, step by step, yeah. make sure like if the piece like requires that, then right. I, I, I totally respect that but too. But not like if it's an ego thing or something, right? Like no. Some, some directors just like to talk. They do. Yeah. They, that is so true. And yeah. Are um, there, um, are there like directors or even actors that you um, haven't worked with yet that you think would be interesting to work with? Oh my God. I mean, my best friend and I talk about this all the time. Yeah. We're just obsessed with Taika Waititi. Um, Who? Taika Waititi? Oh, come no. on. Oh, my know. God. Um, a, I don't even know who that is. He directed Rat, Ragnarok. He directed Jojo Rabbit. This is like, th I think we're speaking the same language, but these are not terms that I was aware of. John, I need to, do, I need to look into this. Tonight, I want you to go watch are these like, every Taika movie. And you will watch every one. Taika. Taika Waititi. He's a, Taika Waititi. Yeah, he's a Maori New Zealand director. Yeah. Okay. Very pride. He has so much pride in being one and and uh, yeah gives a lot of representation to indigenous uh, artists indigenous what about, voices. Uh, what about like actors actors i mean whenever people are like well, who's your favorite actor i'm like this is like asking what's your favorite food which some people that, are, <laughs> but i don't have like i really like would the, love the like billy crudup oh my god yeah, he's, he's amazing yeah. steve carell meryl of course but just she's get like on untouchable. the morning show just tell selena to be like i hey, honestly <laughs> maybe it's, it's in yeah. the works i don't know no selena's great and also she got the morning show from potus script oh i don't Can know you that. believe that yeah wow. she she was just brought into this third season because they they loved her levity in in POTUS, so they're like you're the lev levity girl. That's what at least is, what she told me. What does she like to work with? Uh, what does she like as far as? No, like what does she like in terms of like just working with her? Like is she would she say she's like super hands on? Like is she precious because it's her thing, or does she kind of give actors and you know the director kind of the autonomy to like do what they do with it what they will? She was so lovely to work with. She I think she picks and chooses moments that do require a little bit more like a specific, you know, focus on an operative word okay. or she, I mean, we had the, you know, uh, awesome privilege of having her in the room during the early stages. Yeah. So like she would like change lines, um, uh, and change scenes. The, the, the last scene of the show, she wrote like six different times wow. to, yeah, to, to, you know, make it very specific. And yet, vague enough so that everybody can interpret their own specificity in it, which, um, no spoilers, but, like, it's basically, you know, women can unite. It's, yeah. That's it. It's beautiful. Unite. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I totally agree. So is it, um, when those awards kind of happened, and uh, especially with Dratch, and someone, there was other people that were nominated too, right? Yeah, we had, for Tony specifically, uh, we had um, Rachel Dratch, yeah. Julie White for right. Best Supporting, uh, Best Featured Actress yeah. in a play, and then our um, set designer uh, also nominated for Scenic Design. So when you found out that... Beowulf, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Beowulf. You, uh, when you found out that, like, Dratch was nominated, did that, um, how did you feel, I mean, did that put, like, more pressure, like... Is it, uh, like, am I doing this role? Is it putting pressure on me, like, for the wrong reason? Or is it something that just kind of, like, it is what it is and it helps kind of 
you know, get more eyeballs looking at it? And like, did, how, what were your thoughts about that when you found out that she was nominated, like the person that you're directly understudying? Um, yeah, I mean, actually, it, 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 I didn't put two and two together until I had my date um, for going up for her. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, I, I don't know. I feel like another thing that I, I am blessed to have as an artist is I don't really let, like, the, the glam stuff really get in the way of just yeah. doing the work. Yeah. Um, I'm really, yeah, it is hard to, but it is easier said than done because sometimes that does get in people's heads. But I think somewhere in my mind, I know that's the trap. Yeah. So I like very much avoid it. I very much avoid thinking about it. Um, all I do is just like really, you know, get down to business and like work. And um, like for Sunday, I'm just, I've been, you know, going over lines. I've been, you know, asking the other understudies to come and run scenes with me. Yeah. Um, but no, you, you know, I mean, it is also important to acknowledge. I mean, it, it, it does, it's like a vote of confidence that, you know, Suzanne wanted me to be the number one for Stephanie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, comedy is so challenging because the trap is always to try to be funny. Yeah. And again, easier said than done because like you, like it's a comedy, you have to be funny. You have to like, you know, work on that shtick. But like, right. the, again, the reason I went to grad school and not knowing how much I needed grad school was to learn that like for comedy specifically you cannot try to be funny the thing you have yeah. to do is like play the circumstances yeah. let the writing take care of it yeah yeah man yeah so you guys are all pretty close as a cast oh for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I share a floor with Lisa my other understudy that also covers the same roles but D Dusty is her number one um and uh Lily Cooper and Julianne and you like being at the Schubert? It's a good theater? It's a great theater, yeah. yeah. And yeah. when you come, uh, I don't know if you did this, when you get there, just look yeah. up. It's like yeah, yeah. every picture. It is mind-blowing, yeah. Yeah. I love those theaters, those Broadway theaters, man. They have like so it. much history. Yeah. They have, like, you, beautiful, crazy, amazing artists have stepped on that stage and also walked in the house. Like, yeah, yeah we had Hillary Clinton come. We've had that, Maya yeah. Rudolph. It's like Gloria Steinem game. Gloria Steinem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. That's awesome. So then going forward, um, as we kind of wrap up, I mean, is there something that you want to kind of do that um, maybe you haven't? I mean, we talked about, I guess, some of the actors and directors, but um, do you want to direct more? Do you want to write more? Like, what are you, you kind of thinking moving forward? I mean, my dream is to have my own show. Um, I, yeah, I mentioned that a show I'm writing that is about the immigrant experience yeah. and being the children of immigrants, specifically right. Iranian, um, the Iranian um, uh, community in uh, Los Angeles and the diaspora. Um, yeah. uh, I would love to like, kind of like Rami and Fleabag, like be in it, star in it, and like be in the writer's room, like spearheading it too. Yeah. Um, being a showrunner is like just out, I'm, I like think about it and I'm like, it's, it's very a far, far ways away, but. It's, Do you like, I mean, are you interested in like sitcoms and stuff or? Sure, yeah, I love comedy, I think. Yeah. I, I tend to actually go in for dramas more, but I, I prefer comedy. Always. I think I want the amazing, the amazing. <laughs> I want her to have her own show. I've been working on that pilot, like the okay. thirty minutes. You're minute busy, man. I know. You're busy. This is a good time, right? It is a good time. But in the future, like, and in, in I'm putting this out there. I want a series regular, like in the next year or two. We're Dude, gonna, we're gonna get it. You're <laughs> so versatile. You're gonna, it's gonna. You're great. Thank you're you. awesome. I want you. I've realized this is something that I just realized in this. I want you to do something 
with Sam Rockwell. I think oh. I think you should play his love interest. Oh my god! And um, I think you should have some obstacles. I think Leah Leah Delaria should be in that. I think she should be like <laughs> trying to keep you guys away, but then maybe there's someone else that's a little bit more encouraging. I think that'd be interesting. Maybe should, you should be set should up you be writing this? Like you're already oh, pitching know. it. I don't know. Maybe. Have you I mean, have you ever written interview back on you? <laughs> um. Yeah. Like I write. I mean. Um, a lot of different things. I did publish this uh, collection of short stories called Cosmic Super Daddy. It's kind of like about the existence of God and like religion and stuff. Um, that was in 2014. But um, yeah, I'm mean, just like screenplays, whatever. That, yeah. I mean, like Leah Delaria being like the middleman of being Sam yeah. Rockwell sounds so interesting. That'd be awesome. Um, cool. Yeah. I'm putting that in the world too. Well, I really um, enjoy talking to you. Hey, I hope this was good for you. Thank you. And, yeah, like best of luck. What happens after? So you guys are going through the fourteenth of August, mm-hmm, right? So mm-hmm. after that, like, what happens? Um, I have some things on hold. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the mix for an off-Broadway play. Okay. Um, I'm also in the mix for right now for a guest star. It's like the it's such a gig to gig life. You never know what's gonna hit. Um, You're always working. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Um, but even if it's even if it's a dry spell, I feel like I'll probably write something or find another commercial to do. <laughs> well, I think I'll always figure it out. Well, thanks. Um, really appreciate you talking to you. So and, lovely uh, to see you. Yeah, thanks so much.